eye paper so this eye <laughs> this eye kenny and welcome to another episode of kenny talks k-pop before we get into it i'm going to have to put a trigger warning on this because i do not plan to hold my mouth tonight this is something that i've been pushing back and pushing back and pushing back because i am about getting racial or like anybody coming after me because i do not have the energy to deal with the troops but today we are talking about army aka the first fandom i ever identified with and one of the several fandoms that i now cannot stand and as you may have noticed from the title this is specifically clowning somebody who decided they was gonna make a whole bunch of notes at theses about why stan twitter quote unquote hates bts and they call it an anthropological case study so today we're learning a big word anthropological we're getting the actual definition and then again get down into the nitty gritty of where i feel the way i feel about the fandom especially in light of that whole thread and in light of a lot of stuff that has been happening recently because i'm real fed up and i'm very tired of it and it's one thing to say oh stand the art is not the fandom right but y'all are making things bad for bts but before i get into it let me drop my trigger warning yeah see y'all in a second For new listeners, hi, my name is Kenny. Welcome to Kenny Talks K-Pop. I record this podcast via Anchor. It's a free app used to record and distribute your podcast on multiple platforms. It is free to use, very easy to understand, and the distribution rate is really, really quick. I really like the app. It's very easy to use, and as I said before, it is free. So if you are looking to start a podcast, it is ideal for beginners whatever you want like it's very flexible and very easy to use 10 out of 10 would recommend so this is a trigger warning for anybody listening to this particular episode i don't think it's going to get too too heavy because i'm trying not to be extremely detailed or graphic or whatever but trigger warning for sexism racism xenophobia especially that doxing death threats and whatever else fits into that category oh yeah and body shaming because y'all do a lot of that stupidness too so yeah i think that's about it for the trigger warning but if there is anything else i guess i will mention it before i talk about it yeah i think so let's get into it I have decided to be completely straightforward and honest with this episode and basically declare that I do not claim ARMY as a fandom. But that probably goes for like all the rest of my so-called fandoms too because I don't claim any of them either. I think all of them are messes. I, I really cannot stand any of them. Probably only Nova's because Super M is just... If you Super M, if you stand Super M, you're basically a multi and multi we tend to be quite unproblematic. So it's like... But every other fandom, like, I don't claim Axel's, I don't claim Citizens, I don't claim Agassiz, I don't, I probably only claim, like, Arrowheads, I don't even claim Shawals, and I love Chinese, like, <laughs> nah, fandoms are damn messes, and when I say that, I mean that they're disgusting, what people will do 
when push comes to shove like being in the fandom is all fun and all when it's about like the creative side and like talking about the music and making jokes and that kind of stuff but then you got people that can't take the slightest criticism of a stranger that does not know them they can't take anybody having a different opinion that is harmless they can't take you know somebody standing more than one group for example and then it turns into this big thing with fan wars and and they, they think that what a chart says defines the success of an artist or the prowess of an artist or the abilities and potential of an artist and i just like y'all need to go outside log off twitter for a couple days and go outside eat popcorn go to the beach uh, you, you know what if y'all are in covid infected places mm-mm. Stay inside. Stay inside. But log off. Go outside. Do something else. Because some people are so caught up in these things with being the best in the eyes of the West or in the eyes of fans or in the eyes of a chart. I just say, y'all need to get it through your head that, you know, charts don't equal long-term impact. Just because a song is on the charts for, I don't know. A year or whatever doesn't mean it's gonna have an impact like i often think about it the way i think about songs like timmy's move the way i think about shine by pentagon and i think love scenario by icon i'm, I'm not sure if love scenario got any wins but if you think about those three songs those three songs are timeless like you will never not hear those songs being played like <laughs> people will remember those songs 10 years from now people will still be doing timmy's move and I think people need to understand that longevity is what really matters. Like, trends come and go, but impact lasts. And there's a difference between trending now and having a long-lasting impact. And yeah, that's that's my take on fandoms. That that really is, well, part of my, t- part of my take on fandoms. Because the experience can be very, it can be very draining at times. It can be very fun. But it can also be very taxing at times. And there are many times where I feel like I would give a stand to the and just like walk away. But I'm there for my friends and for my faves. And I tell myself that because a lot of us do not claim fandoms because of the behaviors exhibited. Especially this big, big thing called a lack of accountability as expressed by artists and and sustained and encouraged by fans. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Let me get to what I actually came to talk about before I say things I shouldn't say. So, there's this thread going around. Very stupid, ridiculous thread filled with generalized claims and reeking of ignorance. That this clown, don't let me mis- misname them. This clown, Madame Catherine, wait, let me find it back, let me find it back. Got it. That this clown named Catherine decided to call an anthropological case study on why stand to their hate BTS a thread. Um, first of all, sweet girl, anthropological don't mean that. Anthropology is essentially the study of humanity, like the study of the Homo sapiens species. Let me find the actual definition. I actually had it up. I had it just now. Come back, Joseo. This is from Encyclopedia Britannica, and it actually says it's called the Science of Humanity. 
and anthropologists basically study human beings in aspects ranging from the biology and evolutionary history of homo sapiens which is the name of the human species to the features of society and culture that decisively distinguish humans from animal species in conclusion it ain't got squat to do with k-pop Secondly, they call it a case study, and this is the furthest thing from a case study I ever see because even lit reviews cite the sources. So yeah, let's get into it. So Miss Catherine decided to, you know, pen this long, long, basically a thesis statement essay, whatever, in her notes app, talking about basically. First of all, it was about crapping on Maltese. Like they, they did a lot of trashing motives for standing more than one group and quote-unquote instigating fan wars and getting fan camps clout and then they're talking about them of all people an army of all people talking about how they don't care meaning Maltese don't care or k-poppies as they like to call us they that we don't care about the artists or, or, or their music beyond how it determines the stats that they can whip out in a gameplay my vocalist or visual has plus two on your vocalist or visual. My group gets plus three from this hyper specific. What, what nonsense am I reading? This is why there's such a fixation. Blah blah blah. There's this is why there's such a fixation on numbers and rankings and charts and rules and weight topics concerning legitimate social issues are discussed so flippantly. This is enough coming from an army, from a little seven. Then they're saying this about Western stance, which this this particular part actually has some truth to it. But because you're an idiot, I can't give you the credit because you everything else you're saying is stupid. Anyhow, so they go on to say Western stands are basically no different, although they're relatively new to the conversation. Now that BTS have ent- entered their playing field, and there's definitely a lot to unpack by someone who isn't me, according to them. Regarding the ways in which Westerners engage in standing Korean groups and more broadly artists of color as a whole. Okay, time to address this part because it is true. Because you will find, and when I say Westerners, I have to say white Westerners especially because there is a distinction. Not everybody from the West is white. I am quote unquote from the West and I blackity black, black, black. Very black. And I think you have to engage that nuance because there's a certain entitlement that comes with white Western people that you will not find with Western people of color and Western black people especially. So I find that white people have this habit, white people everywhere actually, they have this habit of like treating people of color as exotic and fetishizing them. And basically they don't see them as full humans. It's more like something to consume. Or something to exploit and that's something that's left over from colonialism and imperialism and all that kind of stuff that you don't see people as full human beings so a lot of these white western stands are really hopping on because okay BTS is their token group or this group is their token group and oh they're achieving something this is something that I can brag about they're better than everybody else these are the Koreans that I will respect these are the Asians that I will respect if you don't got what they got I don't respect you and that is where that comes from. That's a very Western colonizer kind of thing. Very Western, very white, very racist, very xenophobic. So they go on to say, 
For many people, it's a way to project their entire identity and sense of self-worth onto a pop star whose image they themselves have commodified to the point of dehumanization so that they can devote their entire lives to doing strangers on the internet in an attempt to prove their faith superiority because that is the only thing that makes them feel powerful and accomplished. Now you see, I would be able to take this thing seriously because it's very accurate if it was not coming from a little seven because y'all are the queens and kings and, 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 and princess and princesses and royal of doing this nonsense like I would be able to take this part of this thesis quote-unquote seriously if it was not coming from people who dox people over k-pop who do not who, who go and they hunt down black women for trying to hold people accountable or, or you know what calm down it's not time to get there yet ain't time to get there yet at all anyhow so there is some truth to that part of the thesis but I can't take it seriously because I know that it's coming from somebody who actively engages in hypocrisy. Oh, you don't look hypocrites. Anyhow, moving on. So they go on to say, because their sense of self is so inextricably tied to their faith, any perceived slight against them is obviously taken extremely personally. Why are you describing yourself, Catherine? And your little seven crew, Catherine? This is why the hate and vitriol against BTS is so intense and weirdly personal. It is 100% the result of projected jealousy and insecurity LMAO. When BTS is clearly and inarguably outdoing their fears in every aspect, it inflicts a direct hit to the false sense of superiority they've constructed around their idol. As I would have said, I don't know why Catherine is describing herself and her fandom right now because this completely applies to a lot of what armies have been engaging in in the last couple of months, in the last year. Like, for me, I don't see the need to defend BTS when the country, when, when some clown, some anti country BTS is a flop. That is inaccurate. Why am I going to engage you on that? Why am I going to take that personally when I know it's not true? Y'all get on here and reassure people, dox people, hunt down people, take it out on their faves over something you can ignore. <laughs> like, what? Like, when I'm mad and I don't get it. And it's like, y'all are saying that K-pop is quote-unquote, take, take um, any perceived slight against, against, against their faves personally. Y'all do that with BTS. Like, it's so hypocritical. Like, I'm actually, like, on the verge of cackling here reading this. Because you barely say something. It doesn't even have to be negative. It doesn't even have to openly shade BTS. It doesn't even have to... Oh, my gosh. Even if you say, oh... How, how, what's a good example? Dongin is the best dancer in the K-pop industry. Oh, um... Chen is the best vocalist in the K-pop industry. You will get on that body tweets and reassure them to try to prove that somebody from, from, from BTS's vocal lane is the best vocalist in the industry, which is inaccurate. Oh my gosh. What's be wrong with one Oh my gosh. Something doesn't even have to be negative. Like I read like one of these um K-pop journalists, but well, they were a reporter in general, and they were talking about how 
even if you say something even slightly critical or criticism that is warranted if even if BTS slips up and does something wrong the second that somebody attempts to hold them accountable y'all want to cut throat I mean literally and figuratively y'all will hunt people down for wanting to hold your boys accountable for offending people and that is a problem and I've seen it manifested in other fandoms as well but i haven't seen it to the extent that i've seen it with bts and i think it's because it's a magnitude of the fandom and there's only so much that you can excuse by saying it's a, min- a minority of us because put it this way if it's 20 all right how to put it if i got 20 apples and you got 2000 apples my minority is 10 percent. my minority of my 20 is two apples your minority of your of your um 10% is 200 apples you're telling me 200 versus 2 is the same thing y'all have to start with this excuse of oh it's a minority or oh, we don't claim them because you ain't claiming them but you're not denouncing them either and every time you give bad behavior a pass it makes bts look worse because y'all will say oh well xyz did it first xyz did it first so we do it back to them How, what are you are you three years old are you two years old because my three-year-old cousin is soft, conflict is better than that. It is disgusting. And this constant clap back, they did it first. Y'all behave like little children. And I know little children are more mature than y'all. Y'all sit for hours on the bird at back and forth at people's throats over stupid opinions and hate tweets that have no basis and, and people disagreeing with you and people having an opinion of their own. And then we'll call it defending BTS. They don't care about you. They're not going to answer you. Oh my gosh. Anyway, let me get back to what Miss Catherine was saying. It is completely pointless. Oh, I quote him by the way. It is completely pointless to try and logically prove to them that BTS paved the way or other similar points because they essentially already know that. <sighs> That's why they feel so adamant on denying what is ostensibly a, a unanimously agreed upon fact at this point because they feel threatened. I need y'all to understand and unpack this thing about BTS PFD way because not only is it inaccurate, it is xenophobic, it is inherently xenophobic because of the way that it is constantly used as an excuse to discredit artists who came before. Boa. <laughs> Shiny. TVSQ, Wonder Girls, like there's so many groups that came before that actually put down the foundations for K-pop to have doors in the West, for doors in Japan, doors in markets outside of Korea. Nobody is ever discrediting BTS's impact. But when you and you little strip playing no style from 2019 style for Boy We Love, we're featuring all, so you come back and you pop in here out of nowhere, not knowing anything about any other group and the impact that other groups have had and the footsteps that BTS have followed in, and you can come on my good up to y'all talking about all oh, BTS paved the way and disrespecting other groups and not wanting anybody to walk that path not wanting anybody to go through the door that y'all claim so badly that bts open i got issues with you and i got issues with that because it's inherently xenophobic it's problematic so then catherine goes on to say acknowledging that another group is quote unquote winning 
based on the pointless made-up rules that they themselves invented that literally no one else cares about means acknowledging that they themselves are failures. I am getting very tired of this thesis statement because I don't know how to put it. It's never been a win or lose game for me. I think for majority of us, it has never been a win or lose thing because we are just here for the music. We've always just been here for the music. And the only body that's been making up rules, like, it's armies, like, y'all, y'all's be the one saying, oh, you are only successful if you have a Billboard um, nomination, a Billboard um, Hot 100, if you get Grammys consideration, if you get this, you get that. Y'all take all of these standards from the Western world and, and, and all kind of stuff to, to set as the benchmark of success. When music is really and truly meant to be enjoyed, like music was never supposed to be about charts and numbers and rankings and all that kind of stuff because at the end of the day do i feel good when i listen to the music do i feel heard when i listen to the music do i enjoy the music can i still enjoy it if it's not breaking records is it gonna break my heart if the song drops from number one is that gonna make it a bad song like are y'all really here for the music because y'all here pointing figures at us but like are y'all really here for the music because me, I, a song ain't gonna chart for me to like it. A song won't have to break no records for me to like it. If a song good, it good. If it meaningful, it meaningful. If it fun, it fun. I, I don't think y'all can say the same. Because strip away all of BTS's achievements. And if you just had the music, would it still mean the same thing to you? Would you still go as hard for them as you do? Because if you didn't, then I think I know what you're here for. But I digress. So Catherine goes on to say, it can be really, really tempting to engage them when it seems like they're just being willfully ignorant. But that's the thing. That's exactly what they're doing. First of all, nobody don't go to instigate when I, it's always be like isolated clones that just get racial and just like go off where you start hitting noise. Like we don't go start noise with y'all. Like even especially with XOLs. Oh my gosh. There are some XOLs that are very problematic. And I will say that unapologetically because I do not claim XOLs. But they get racial. One thing I've noticed about XOL since I've been on this side of Twitter is that we don't have time for a mess. Our boys are enlisted. Um, we're doing other stuff. They're promoting the subunits. They're super M. Like the boys are booked and busy. We do not have energy to go instigating nonsense. It's always some newbie or some answer or whatever that goes and starts beef with armies. So this these nowadays it's just very, very one sided and y'all just come and pick stuff with XOLs and it's just be like What's wrong, one though? Like, who called you? Who called you? <sighs> anyway, back to Catherine. They don't care if their arguments are logically incoherent and hypocritical. And they certainly don't care about being anti-capitalist or anti-racist or anti-misogynist or whatever else they purportedly care about. Because again, this is a game to them. This again is very, very ironic coming from people that went so hard behind Jim Jones' defense and... Yunki's defense and the way y'all got in Blackpink's comments not too long ago being very very sexist being very misogynistic and coming from a primarily female fandom it was disgusting to witness y'all saying that they can't pave no way for themselves because men do everything for them that they can't do this they can't do that they are who they are because of men I don't think y'all understand the internalized misogyny that is going on there. That was disgusting how y'all treated Blackpink. It is always nasty how y'all treat Blackpink, Mamamoo, anybody that is not your token girl group. It is disgusting. And yes, 
a lot of you are racist. I find a lot of K-pop stars in general are racist. I can't even generalize armies for that because so many of y'all are racist. Like, so many K-pop stars across the spectrum are just ridiculously anti-black. But I think we definitely have to address what happened with the Jim Jones issue because to this day, nobody can't look me in my face and tell me that Yoongi didn't do that on purpose or that he had nothing to do with that or that it was a mistake. First of all, he should have apologized himself, not a company statement. I want an apology from him, from him as a black person because it was disgusting how that was handled. People were talking about it since 2019. Because when I talked to Shandra about it on her podcast, she actually tracked back to see when the first thing was mentioned with Yoongi Jim Jones and all the way back in 2019, people were hyping him for that. I just say, y'all got on here, dark same black people, telling them that they were wrong for being offended, that they weren't real fans for trying to hold Yoongi accountable, that they were being blatant in their hatred for Yoongi, trying to pull down BTS and like, I care about a K-pop group more than my blackness. Like 909 lives lost at the hands of a cult leader who was very, very racist, were was less important, was 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 dismissible, was was didn't matter in the grand scheme of things because your K-pop boy was being asked to help to be held accountable because we asked for an apology and an explanation. Y'all think I forget that? Y'all think I forgot that? And then always with the but now June thing and oh. And, and oh that they didn't um, racist stuff in their past and but it's been apologized for the only thing that has actually ever been apologized for and there's a very very comprehensive tumblr post about it with this person that did things from both sides of the group they said the good things and the bad things they track back with evidence of all the stuff that has ever happened with BTS in terms of like cultural appropriation or like um the n-word or whatever and the only person who has actively apologized for you know cultural appropriation or the n-word or whatever so is namjoon so it's like y'all really shouldn't be learning anything over anybody else because there's one apology for several 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 mistakes that bts has made like they're not innocent so when y'all get on here dragging other groups for stuff that you know bts has engaged and i really think you need to check your history but before you point fingers so it is really the anti-blackness is just oh my gosh and every time somebody says something critical of BTS, whether it is the way the fandom behaves and operates, because that Jim Jones thing was not the first time that I felt isolated as a black person in on Stan Twitter and in the Stan Twitter community. But like the Jim Jones thing was the biggest one because like people were sending death threats to black stands. And like in my mentions in the thread I made calling me all sorts of things. I get called the N word. I was like, y'all can't be going so hard for these Korean men that don't know nothing but wanna that you can stoop to the level of losing your humanity. That like you cannot be doing that. You cannot be serious. But they were. People were dead ass serious in what they were doing. They couldn't even, and then like, they would, oh my gosh, I have to talk about this donation. How did I forget to talk about this donation? The Black Lives Matter donation. It is still not lost on me that, yeah, people maybe have made, making their little donations, whatever, so, but it is still not lost on me that it took BTS donating a million dollars. Pocket change, by the way, pocket change. They make more than that at a single concert. Probably, probably with like 5,000 5, armies, they probably make that money very, very quickly pocket change 
I can't believe to this day that it took them making a public donation to Black Lives Matter to mobilize a mass action from the fandom. And it is so disgusting to see armies in people's Twitter comments. Everything there's a disagreement, especially with a black person. And every time a black person is critical of BTS, oh, but we donated to we donated to Black Lives Matter. Though. We donated a million dollars. We did this. We did that. It's just like you want a cookie. Is that what you want? You want chewing gum? You want a rattle? You want a bottle? Cause you behave like a child. Because it is so invalidating and dehumanizing to have your entire existence be reduced to a $1 million donation from a bunch of people who do not actively care about these issues. Like, black people have been in the streets around the world campaigning for their right to exist while being black. And you are going to come on Stan Twitter and because somebody says, oh, they don't like this particular song, or Yungi should have apologized, or Namjoon is guilty of cultural appropriation, you can come and you can pelt a donation to a foundation that doesn't even fully do its job in people's faces and think that it's okay. Well, let me give you some advice. If I ain't advice, I tell you straight up. You pelting money at a cause does not absolve your favor of criticism. You could pelt $5 million at Black Lives Matter. You could pelt all the BTS's net worth at... at Black Lives Matter. That is not going to absolve them of things they've done in the past. That's not going to absolve Yungi of this Jim Jones situation. That's not going to absolve armies of doxing and threatening and sending death threats and trying to ruin the lives of black people in the fandom for being critical of BTS. I don't care how much money you pelt at it. You cannot tell people that they cannot criticize who they stand. Who do you think you are? And that's the last I'm going to say about this donation thing because you came in my most mentions a couple nights ago and she was living because she was I was being on the streets at this protest and you got this clown in my mentions for real coming at me asking me foolishness about how much money I donated to Black Lives Matter Black Lives Matter is something that black people live out every single day though so how dare you you and your little strip playing self decide that you can come out of nowhere and pelt money in people's face as an excuse to be anti-black it don't work so and that's me on that i done talking about it so yeah i i had to get off my chest because that really 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 annoyed me let me get back to what foolish catherine's saying now so they said the artists oh yeah i should probably say that over they don't care if their arguments are logically incoherent and hypocritical and they certainly don't care about being anti-capitalist or anti-racist or anti-misogynist or whatever else they purportedly care about because again this is a game to them the artists their fans and everyone involved are so inconsequential to them that they see no issue with things say like like say making up sexual assault allegations against their competitors within the context of the game so they can come out on top again i'm tired of the hypocrisy because i forget that what, what y'all did Oh my god. Look, one has upset me here. Let me see what this clown's saying now. Armies need to recognize that people are picking fights with us essentially because they think this is Yu-Gi-Oh! or fantasy football and they know that being god-awful annoying trolls will piss us off into playing along. Nothing will piss me off to playing along because a lot of you are terrible people at the core. 
y'all ain't have to stand BTS to be terrible people. Y'all ain't have to be armies to be terrible people. A lot of you just are stinking, disgusting humans. <sighs> Catherine goes on to say, I'm not even gonna say to rise above it or be the bigger person or whatever. Like, at this point, people know exactly what they're getting into when they start shit. Just don't be stupid about it in a way that gives their argument le- legitimacy and don't let it affect how you view BTS because at the end of the day, they're lit. You see, you can't even spell literally properly. Just acting out for attention online and it basically all comes down to being a sore loser. You ever see one of when I'm gonna drop off a chart? I will not forget how y'all wanted to come after Meg. I mean, I got no problem. You can't have to card because transphobia is not okay. But the way y'all came after Meg over something that she apologized for just because what was at the top of the charts. I was like trying to get her canceled over a chart. And I was like, y'all cannot be serious. Anyhow, I digress. Wait. So, then this clone goes on to say it. One other thing, this distinction, connection to musicians as musicians versus connections to musicians as pawns or competent sports teams, I really tired of this person. Mates, 99% of the recent arguments against us irrelevant. Armies have had just a, just as fierce a commitment to BTS even before they blew up. Literally since BTS, but BTS have had, literally since 2013. BTS have had a large, organized, and devoted international fan base that have supported them as people and musicians outside of any industry, account, club, or accolades. That is actually very inaccurate. Because before like 2015 and 2014 and that kind of stuff, they did not have a significantly large international fan base. And a lot of people that stand them now would not have stand them if they were in that position back in 2013. I say that without apology. I won't deny that there are a lot of armies who have reduced BTS to a collection of statistics to pad their ego, but it is abundantly clear, abundantly clear that the vast majority of people don't stand BTS because of their achievements. That's a freaking lie. We hold BTS's achievements in such high regard because we believe that their artistry and musicianship deserves to be acknowledged and celebrated. You can say that when you're not dragging everybody else. And seen, and seen, you look a clown, a whole clown. Oh yeah. Alright, calm down, calm down. So that is the end of Catherine's start. I hope that y'all made it through the bullshit in one piece. But oh my gosh. When I tell y'all army is exhausting, it is exhausting. As a black person, a lot of the times the experience can be very dehumanizing. And then as a multi like, I just hear for the music, like, it was never this deep for me. Like, when my faves achieve something, like, yeah. When BTS achieve something, I can still pat you on the back. I can still tell you good job or whatever. So that I will give you credit where you're, where it's due. But I can't take people who take achievements that don't belong to them. I ain't care how much junk could tell when I owe it's army achievement or whatever. So none of them ain't sit down and write their songs. None of them ain't sit down and, and record them or nothing. So all I'm going to do is stream it. And it's like, I can give credit where it's due. When you take the achievement and you give it what it's worth, but you don't use it as a drag. You can celebrate and hype BTS without bringing out other groups, without bringing out other people, without belittling people. Because at the end of the day, strip all of those achievements away, as I said. Strip everything that BTS has achieved away from who you are and what are you. Like, take the title army away from you and what, what would you be? Do you have a life outside of Stan Twitter? Do you have a life outside of BTS? Because if you don't, then that's a problem. 
and that goes for everybody every fandom because these k-pop boys will come and go like, i don't think y'all understand yeah these got records in the book and whatever so but what is trending what is popular is always going to change and when bts said they can you know get married and go and enlist and have families and live lives that like, y'all need to have lives too like it is not worth being turning into something that you are not not over a bunch of k-pop boys that don't know you personally that don't care about you personally it's one thing to have a fandom artist relationship but y'all need to understand these people are not your friends these people are not your family like and you cannot be out here willing to die for them willing to kill for them willing to dox for them because they're not going to do the same for you and that's a wake-up call that some of y'all need. Like, some of you have issues that you need to deal with outside that you use BTS as a coping mechanism. You use K-pop as a coping mechanism. And that's fine when it is healthy. But when it isn't healthy and you take an attack on BTS, well, a quote-unquote attack, because sometimes it's just a different opinion. When you take an uh, attack on BTS as an attack on you, then you need to do some introspection and it's time for you to disconnect because it is unhealthy and you're not gonna heal that way you're not gonna grow that way because the second that somebody says something about bts that you don't like you think it you think it wants you see somebody called bts flop you can feel like you flop too who are you independent of bts you need to be somebody else you need to be yourself and it's okay if they're helping you find yourself and find your space and find your sound and that kind of stuff but is it really worth losing your humanity and your morals over like is that what bts would want and i hate to have to bring up like the anti-bullying campaign or whatever so but it's very very ironic because half the stuff that y'all do to people bts would never stand for like what do you gain from turning into these i don't know monsters over k-pop and over charts and over people that don't know you like how what do you gain from it like and then like pelting death threats at people and like making fun of 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 people's passings and i guess i would have to touch on this thing with jungin too and the spotify care situation so i guess trigger warning december 18th like that was so insensitive the people made a mistake and after we tried so hard to get the attention of spotify so they could modify the um playlist name or modify the playlist owner or whatever the issue was and y'all come and trivialize it because they said stream stay a goal it was like y'all missed the point of how disrespectful that was and then telling showers that they were overreacting like where is the empathy where is the sympathy where where is your humanity at the end of the day like if it were bts you wouldn't like it so why would you do that to anybody else like why do y'all think that i don't know and i guess there's one more thing i have to address which would be the whole thing with western validation and english songs and all that kind of stuff like it's still not a loss on me how this whole thing with dynamite has played out i'm still very upset that it took an all english single to get bts to number one on the billboard hot 100 chart like that still pisses me off i'm happy for them because it's an achievement but it's very very bittersweet because you shouldn't have to make something in english to be given your full credit like that is xenophobic and i i, I didn't like it at all at all 
at all. So it's a very bittersweet achievement for me. And then what else was disgusting, what really made me really, really upset with armies again was how they treated Monster X when All About Love dropped. And how they treat NCT 127 when they were promoting um, Superhuman and Highway to Heaven, English version, and basically like shitting on them for calling them Salo San, like because they were making music in English that they're trying to compete with BTS and take over the Western market. Like it's not just for you though. Like you can't say you quote unquote pave the way and open the door and then don't want nobody to walk through it. And like the boys, MX did that for themselves. It was a Valentine's Day present for the fans. And all about love was good fun. The promotions were good fun. And y'all just came chomping all over it because y'all think the US is yours to dominate. And first of all, nobody wants the US. Probably should put that in perspective. So it's like, for me, it's just the hypocrisy when Dynamite was loaded and we found out that Dynamite was going to be an all English track. I was like, when I can't for real. I know not one I'm making whole thing pieces defending Dynamite being an all English single that you wouldn't have to defend if you left Master X alone. If you left Got Seven alone, if you left NCT127 alone, you wouldn't have to be sitting here writing entire theses about Western validation and oh you're not doing it for Western validation, you're doing it for the fans if you didn't shit on other groups for doing the same. But I digress. But yeah. There's a lot more. There will always be a lot more. Because every day I see some more nonsense on my timeline. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like I'm very tired of ARMY. It has very much soured my relationship with BTS. I engage with BTS from a distance right now. From a very very difficult distance. Like I still keep up with like what the boys are doing and on the live and youtube and that kind of stuff but i can't really i can't even follow the bts tag on twitter because it's not even a positive stuff about bts it's always shitting out other groups are like crapping on this body or crapping on that body or clapping back on at an anti or whatever so are screaming about a chart or whatever i just like we were here for the music though i thought we were here for the boys so it's just very very it's just very exhausting and it's not a very pleasant place to be. I've followed and unfollowed the BTS tag several times on Twitter because it's just very exhausting. And I don't tolerate people who trash on other groups because you don't get to pick and choose which Koreans, which Asians are worthy of respect. I refuse to tolerate that. So if you do it, like I block you and they unfollow the tag or whatever. But it's just been really difficult to, you know fully engaged about BTS besides among my fellow multi-moots that happen to stand BTS because y'all are exhausting and every time you think you find an account that you know even if you don't stand other groups that you respect them you are shown otherwise and I frankly sick and tired of it and I'm still trying to find my way back to BTS I'm still finding my way to you know maybe like forgiving Yoongi and Nam June and that kind of stuff and it's not your place as a non-black fan or a non-black anybody to tell me how to feel about certain situations. It's like 18 is telling me that I gotta forgive Hong June for cultural appropriation. You don't get to tell me how to feel about the things that affect, that affect me as a black woman. So that's where I'm at. And I will continue to love BTS from a distance because 
I'm not going to put myself in a position of toxicity. And when music comes, I will enjoy the music for what it's worth. Like, Dynamite is my jam. But that doesn't mean that I won't be critical of the things that BTS has done or will do or the things that the fandom has done because none of you are above criticism. You are not God nor my mother. So, that's me. That's basically where I'm at. I wish I could tell y'all stream Dynamite, but you probably will. Do not come in my mentions because I will not be taking you on. But yeah, I guess this is today's episode. It got very long. This probably the longest episode I actually did. But yeah, I hope that. You know, I don't have any hopes. This was me coming and dumping my thoughts because I had a lot on my chest and it is finally off. I feel like a weight has been lifted. All I will say is don't forget what you stand for. If you came here for the music, like don't forget that music was created to be enjoyed and shared and celebrated. Don't lose yourself to stand to the culture so much, to this culture of idolizing people beyond the constraints of accountability or like don't be out here thinking that success has to look one particular way or be viewed through western eyes or whatever like it's okay to be objective it is okay to have your own opinion it is okay to disagree and disagreeing doesn't mean disrespect criticism doesn't mean disrespect like just be a little more open-minded and go outside for the love of all that is pleasant go outside breathe log out to twitter do something else you'll realize life is a lot more to it than standing bts and there's a lot more to you than just being an army so that's my foolish piece of advice yeah all right so now that i have attempted to calm down i guess this is where i will close out or whatever i don't know today was very exhausting but yeah i really needed to say the stuff that i said and yeah i'm glad i said it as i said i don't expect to see nobody in my mentions about this coming at me or trying to dox me or whatever because i have no qualms about taking you before the law and when you got explained why you lost me over a K-pop opinion, well, let's just say I won't be the one embarrassed, okay? So yeah, are you trying to tell if I should link this thread or not? I don't think it's worth linking, so I won't be linking it. Um, well, outside of that, stream criminal. Next week's episode will be about Timmy, <laughs> because never gonna dance again came out and it is amazing. So yeah. But I think that's 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 about it. Stream criminal. Yes, do stream criminal. Um support super M. Moonha Mobin and Sanha from Astro are having their comeback very soon. Well not comeback, is their debut or whatever, their unit debut. That is happening. One who is currently promoting. I think MX is filming something. Yeah, a lot is going on. Let's just say. <laughs> Keep up with the timeline. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Kenny Kabeni or don't follow me or block me, whatever suits you best. And yeah, thank you once again for listening to Kenny Talks K-Pop. This has been Kenny. Yeah, me. <laughs> Let me find a song for us to go out to. Oh, yes, there's Imagine by Six. Shall we use this one? I think we will.
Let's go.